I'm sorry. Why? Because we're recording on a not <laughs> regular day. Hey, we're getting it out on time. You got nothing to worry about. Yeah. But, like, I totally fucked up our schedule. I feel like you should... Do you have the, the text back and forth? Because I kind of love your texts. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it really kind of made me happy. Like, the, uh, like, seeing you get razzled. So, normally we record these on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And we've been doubling up lately since you're going to be away from in Florida. Yep. Uh, so, now we're, we're two behind because I totally forgot about last Friday. So... Uh, you you send me this really nice text like, "Hey, are we good for recording at seven? At Which like, normally at like six, yeah. <laughs> normally, I'm like, "Yep, we're good." Instead, I went. Uh, I thought it was an off week. Hyper fuck. <laughs> that was last weekend. Are you fucking kidding me? I told you my weeks were shorter. Which yeah, my I don't. Okay, my time goes faster than yours. That doesn't make any sense. It totally makes sense. <laughs> How does that? Keep going. Time is relative. Einstein taught us that. Keep, keep going. Uh, then you're like, looks like it's an off weekend. And I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> There's just so many fucks. <laughs> Didn't we just record on Friday? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. Blah, blah, blah. You trying to it's be It's just me trying to get nice. you to call you off, talk you off the edge because yeah. you're just saying fuck over and over. You're trying to be real nice and like, <laughs> hey, it's okay. Don't kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I made I'm, I made date plans with my girlfriend for the first time in and like that's fine. forever you're because I thought ups- it was an off week. You're way more upset about this than I am. <laughs> <laughs> way more upset, as you can see from that transcription. So yeah, I... My phone controls my life, and I never put into my phone our schedule, mm-hmm. so I need to start doing that. Yeah, I probably should. Yeah. Um, well, other than that setback, all's well? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, not with the world, obviously. No. Like, <laughs> fuck. I know, right? Like, we don't get political here, but like... Is that even political? Like, do we need <laughs> I don't think to it, yeah. say that we're anti-Nazi? Like, no, is that we, controversial no. at this point? It's, like, <laughs> it's not. You would think it would be very easy for a president to just <laughs> walk up to the podium and be like, fuck Nazis, drop the mic and leave. And you're like, America is great again. That's not, yeah, that's not what happened at all. And now I'm sad. Oh, I love, like, uh, I saw there's somebody, I'm stealing their tweet or whatever, but they said, like, it's what world do we live in that the Tiki Torch Company will come out against Nazis, <laughs> but the president won't. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite tweet from all of this was uh, Chris Rock, uh, who tweeted, if uh, 10 dudes hang out with one Nazi, that's 11 Nazis. I like that. <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think last uh, week we were talking about selling our soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a limit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like cute when Bart did it in yeah. The Simpsons. This is uh, it's a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah, on a lighter note, uh, mm-hmm. I usually don't talk about work. A couple work things. Okay. So, Do you, <laughs> do you have to get tennis shots again? No. Okay. No, I know I don't. Uh, so, like, I had to go out of town for work, so we f- flew out and stuff. And uh, long story short, I ended up texting my wife just mocking her because I'm in the hotel with the king-size bed with the separate room with the jacuzzi mm-hmm. <laughs> and a TV and the couch in the jacuzzi room nice. while I'm texting her, like, how do, exactly do I use bath salts? I took the first, <laughs> I took the first bath that I think that I've taken since... I got to double digits in age. 
Wait, you realize that I know. The sentence... the fr- yeah, I know. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Use bath salts to take a bath, okay. but it was kind of terrible. Like. <laughs> Like it was pretty boring. Like I tried to just relax, and I'm kind of a busy body, body as it is. Yeah. Um, which is why you say that your weeks are shorter. That's factually can't be can't be possible. Number no. one, but number two, I'm pretty confident. I don't know. I'm pretty confident. I work more hours than you. I have, yeah. a, I have a much longer commute than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two kids. Yeah. Uh, and a wife. And a wife, which I mean is negated. You have a girlfriend, so right? But she doesn't live with me right now. No, but 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 uh, you can't. No, I think the the thing is, is I want. I watch I, so much YouTube, man. I, I just it's. <laughs> it's you, but that's your reason for not being able to do things <laughs> like. <laughs> now that you have the Elm Street thing, you can get me the next scene of our screenplay. Like sure. <laughs> So yeah, I like you sent me that, and I was like, I was a thousand percent cool with with you forgetting about me. That's fine, I wasn't. But then you said like our weeks are shorter, and that was the moment when I was like, fucking Justin, no, if Fuck he this wanted, guy. if he wanted to do this shit, he could do it. You know how I get this stuff done? I make time. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, I do everything in the very last second. It's true. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. Uh, she was like having a rough night with the boys and stuff while I was literally like sending her a picture of like my knees in the bathtub, like, <laughs> which again was pretty boring. Did any fingers come up through those knees? No. Nice try. I don't know if there was room for fingers because my thighs well, are pretty big. Usually jacuzzis are like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have tried in a regular tub. It was definitely bigger, but it was still, I still needed to be like six or 12 inches longer so I could put my legs straight out because i had to choose between like having my torso like my chest out of the water yeah or my legs Mm -hmm. yeah so it was awkward the other one i actually did a little bit of research on to see if i committed a crime (laughs) okay and i don't think that i did so i can talk about it on the podcast all right i'll be the judge of that okay so literally i figuratively i was walked by a guy's desk at work that i don't really like (laughs) okay and I saw he had a cupcake on his desk. And no- nothing was planned at all. But I just happened to see this cupcake at the desk. And I was like, huh, there's a cupcake. <laughs> and then just the crazy world we live in, the opportunity presented itself. So I turned around and looked both ways to make sure I didn't have anybody around. And I farted on his cupcake. <laughs> Like I didn't like squat on it or anything, but I thought it was gonna be like I stole it and I ate it. No, no, no. I farted on his cupcake and then he ate it later. (laughs) Did you watch him eat it creepily? No, no, no. My farts on that. (laughs) She eat my my farts. That's gotta Uh, eat my farts. Yeah. That's gotta be a fetish of some kind, right? Like people like farts. People want to watch like public transportation and like make people smell their farts. Like people get have got to get up on that, right? I'm sure. So. Yeah, I, I Googled it. I don't think that's a crime. <laughs> oh, you Googled the crime aspect. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think I'm safe. Should I edit that out? <laughs> so it doesn't become evidence? <laughs> it's okay. Okay, yeah. There there wasn't any... No no skin. Like, it was still filtered through the pants and the underwear, but... Yeah. Yeah, I farted on a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> Cakefarts.com. <laughs> well, uh... Yeah, cake farts is uh, it's a just a woman Donald ducking it, farting on cakes. 
That's the whole video. Seriously? Yeah. Oh. Apparently that's, that's the thing people are into. Tom Six, uh, the guy that did the Human Centipede movies, mm-hmm. has a website called uh, Paint Farts, and it's just him. And he's it's it's complimentary to say folk art, which is basically just art for people that can't paint, <laughs> that can't do art, and it's that. But it's just like him trying to be just as offensive as possible. Like he's got one called like I don't know, use tampon or something like that, or shitting on a fetus or you know just classy just yeah just trying to be offensive for the sake of being offensive capital a art yeah paint farts (laughs) i thought it was going to be like he loads up paint in his butt cheeks and then farts on a canvas no jackson pollock's it no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because i might pay for that that's disgusting but you it's unique you, you know you know where i'm at with bodily fluids i think that's why that doesn't I think that's why they have to be a fluid i think that's why the cupcake fart was felt so good to me is because like i if i knew somebody did that to me i would be very upset Fuck guys. you my first you my first you fucking fucking asshole fart eater <laughs> fart eater <laughs> i taught my four-year-old how to throw farts so he'll fart and then he'll throw it at my wife but he's taken he's taken to shoving them in his mouth and then walking over and blowing them at somebody. So I'm like, you gotta stop that, dude. That's gross. Does that work? No. Okay. No. But in his mind, like he's grabbing the fart, putting it in his mouth, and then like he'll make a big deal out of swallowing them and stuff. Oh. Like that. that has no mechanical aspect to be in reality, but it's still I'm cringing a little bit. Oh, throwing farts is totally a thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But the like the idea of him putting it in his mouth and swallowing it swallowing it. No. I, I, I know, would... something a little like eh. Yeah, it's disgusting. Eh. Yeah. Um Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. I yeah. didn't understand the words that you said. You said them very quickly. Hmm. It took me a moment to process. That's okay. <laughs> Overall thoughts. Uh, synopsis? Synopsis. Uh, uh, there's a serial killer on the loose, but he's hard to catch because he only appears in uh, people's dreams, and he's stalking four teenagers mm-hmm. through their dreams. Don't fall asleep. Overall thoughts, Justin? Uh, I really, I really liked it. Uh, it's... I've, I feel like this was, what is this? We've watched 71 films, I think, now. Okay, I'll take your word for that. <laughs> I think I did that. Not that you're counting. Yeah, because it's two an episode, plus four for, two more for Jason, plus Virgin Spring, I think that's 71. Okay. Easy math. Uh, so we've watched 71 now, and I feel like I've I've started to develop my horror theory. Okay. Is that there are exceptions to the rule. Mm-hmm. There are outliers. But in general... I'm so excited. I feel like you're going to say something profound right now. Horror movies are cheesy after about 10 years. After about 10 years, they, they become kind of laughable. You think this is cheesy? I There are some really good practical effects. That ceiling bit I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I think there are some very cheesy bits as well. Okay, let's get into it. Um, 
So the opening scene is the hand. He's building the glove. Okay. Um, but then from there, you're immediately into Tina's nightmare, the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. That is horrifying. Like, I still watch that, and I feel like that's horrifying. She's running through the halls. There's the random sheep. Random sheep? Sheep. There's oh, yeah. the sheep in the There's hall, and it just yeah. baws and runs away. Yeah. Um, that's perfect. Like, the... the <laughs> It's 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 random enough and disturbing enough. That's exactly what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I can't. I, I won't do it. I want to keep comparing it to the to the remake, because um, that's all I did in the during the remake. Right. Um, but but we'll get there. Um, what, so I guess let's go chronologically. What did you think was was corny? If that's well, I don't know about corny. First thing is over that dream. What I got out of it is. It said Robert England as Fred Krueger, mm-hmm. and that was like you know, I know th- I've never seen the movie, but pop culture he's Freddy. Yes, so he's Freddy, and he's Freddy in the movie. Yeah, but Fred Krueger was the man, and you never see the man; you only see Freddy. Right. So it was, I thought it was a little weird that. Yeah, it's one Fred of those Kruger. things they don't know what they have right. when they're, when they're doing it. They don't know what it would become. By the way, did you know my great grandfather was Frank Krueger? No. My grandmother's maiden name is is Kruger. Hmm. Yeah. First two letters and last name. Hmm. It's close. Frank and Sis. The Krugers. <laughs> Look forward next week to more <laughs> Justin genealogy. <laughs> uh, yeah, a preview. I'm related to someone who burned down the South. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can go chronologically. What's cheesy? That's fine. I, I just that's what I'm honing in on on, yeah. on what you're saying. So I I love that the the film starts you off with you thinking that Tina is the protagonist. Yes. Okay. You've never seen this. Mm-hmm. You thought Tina was the protagonist. Of I course, one hundred percent. Yes. She like she's the first one we see. We follow her for the first fifteen minutes of the movie. One hundred percent. She's she's the protagonist. She's the one that's gonna live. But pretty much also. Uh, Nancy is in those scenes too, so it still is Nancy's but in the movie. Yeah, exactly. But you don't realize that you're mm-hmm. watching Nancy's movie. Mm-hmm. You think you're watching Tina's movie. Yeah, and that's why I love that the, the the movie did. I thought it was brilliant. Yes, when Tina died is what you're referencing, right? Right, because you, you didn't don't see, that, see that, coming. that coming. No, like she gets cut. Like you see the slices. Yes, and you're like, shit. How how's she gonna make it out of yeah, that? How's she gonna make it out of that? And then, <laughs> nope, she doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's after we're introduced to the to the rest of the gang. So we've got Nancy, Tina, um, Rod, and Glenn. Rod and Glenn, played by Glenn, played by Johnny Depp. Yep. So there's introducing a, Johnny Depp in the credits. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty cool story, like Wes Craven was talking about. Like he had, he was debating about which guy to choose mm-hmm. Johnny Depp or some other random guy so he was like couldn't feed decide so he asked his daughter or his teenage daughters and they were like Johnny Depp he <laughs> is a hunk and nice. like you know somewhere that guy is like the fifth beetle just like god damn it <laughs> fucking Wes Craven's daughter <laughs> to be fair he could have been I could have been Glenn could have had a, a minor role in a Wes Craven movie. Yeah, he could have been known as Glenn <laughs> yeah. instead of been yeah so but still like you if you're that guy you've got to always wonder Fuck, I, I could have been Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I could have... I'm a pirate. Man. Fuck. 
I don't know. I do voices today, and they're all the same one, apparently. That's my uh, shtick. Um, so there is a little bit of, like, the corny, I use that word, a little bit like the corny Wes Craven writing that creeps in, like, up yours with a twirling lawnmower. Yeah. Like... <laughs> And I need to go like, back. This is how kids talk. I need to go back to 1984 to figure out if that's if that's what it is. Wes Craven's last movie he directed is called uh, Our, "My Soul to Take," and I want to get there eventually. It's terrible, but the biggest reason it's terrible is because it's Wes Craven is like a 70 year old man trying to write like for teenagers, like Diablo Cody, like. <laughs> All right, it's like Juno, but what if it's like an alien fetus, like monster? Oh man, they should they should totally do a Juno. It's alive crossover. Get Diablo Cody to write the next. It's alive. <laughs> Let's do it. Get Hollywood is on the it, phone. Is this another reboot? This has to be right. They got to reboot it again. They can't yeah. make it a sequel to the reboot. It's been what three years? It's been way longer than that. Remember they made... They was it like 2009? They, I, I think it was released in like 2009, but if we remember, we felt oh, like yeah, they filmed right. it in like 2000. Yeah. Um, So the the teens are all together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina had the nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't want to sleep alone. So that's why they're all there. Yeah. So you got the bad boy Dean. Rod. 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 I'm sorry. Dean's the remake, right? For very briefly. Yes. Um, and we get this first scene with the room. So practically what that was, was there was a room that spun 360, right? Mm-hmm. So you're able to see, you see the claws marks open up on Tina's chest, and then she gets dragged across the ceiling and around the room, right. which they've glued everything to the walls and the ceiling so mm-hmm. that it moves right along with her. So it looks a thousand percent real that she's getting dragged across the ceiling. Oh, yeah. And it's fantastic. Yeah. I think the best shot is obviously, you know, it's over his shoulder. It's either rotoscoped or there's uh, in-camera effects, Hobbit style. Uh, but you hit over the shoulder, she's on the ceiling, he's on the floor. Yep, and he's reaching up to try to... Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's just stunned. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Um. So she's dead. So things are going down. Yeah. At this point, right? Um, Rod did it. Everyone thinks. Of course he he's did He's on it. the run. Of course he did it. he's mean, the boyfriend and they got into a fight. Yes. Uh, he ends up in jail. Yeah. Before that, I, I specifically want to call it, I know I did a little bit, but that stretchy ceiling effect, I think very simplistic. But Are you saying th- stretchy ceiling or stretching or the wall above her bed? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, it was angled. It's the ceiling still, I guess. Because once the wall goes like that, wouldn't that be the ceiling? We're talking about the same thing. Yeah. I would call it a wall. You call it a ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Walls are vertical. Ceilings are horizontal. But this was 45 degrees. No. Yes. No. It's 90. He leans forward into a 45. No. It's it's like one of those weird shaped rooms that are like upstairs with slanted roofs. Mm-hmm. Is it roofs or roofs? I think I always say roofs, but I think it's roofs. Like roofs. Like elves, but <laughs> roof, roof. There was only roof. one elf. Okay. Anyway. So, 
But yeah, yeah it's it's it fantastic. Like a, it's super. It seems like a super easy yeah, thing. to do. All they do. did was like stretch a piece of mm-hmm. nylon or or whatever, right? But and it was a special effects and to guy. Execute that. Le- all he did was lean. It was no makeup. It was mm-hmm. just a special effects guy leaned forward into it with his regular fingers yep. and his face, and just was lit beautifully, iconic, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, perfect. Great. Only one upped in the remake. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. You're supposed to abolish me right there and yell at me and tell <laughs> okay. me how fucking I dumb like, I am. I didn't think that was that great, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but no, I think that's a totally iconic moment right there. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it does. I don't. It's it's so simple. It is pretty horrifying. Um, not much scares me. I have nightmares about Freddy Krueger once in a while. Hmm. I really do. I still do. That's cool. Like, but I. Like halfway through, I realize it, so I'm like, "Oh, I'm dreaming about Freddy Krueger. This is awesome!" <laughs> like, even though I'm scared, yeah. But I know I'm in the dream, so I kind of just sit back and enjoy it. I have scary Terry nightmares sometimes. Oh, scary Terry is not good. I feel like I have more appreciation for scary Terry now. Um, there is a moment I don't know where chronologically it falls, but I get annoyed by the Nancy's mom because she says, "I heated you up some warm milk," and I'm like, "Why the fuck did you heat it up if it was already warm, bitch?" Why didn't you heat me up some cold milk if it was warm? Didn't need heated. To me. Dumb cunt. Jesus. What? That escalated quickly. To me, I'm just like. Well, it's their mom. That's how you talk to moms, right? Yeah, that, that's it. Okay. Like, uh, how's yours, by the way? Uh, Still dead. Okay, cool. Okay. There's the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst running joke in the history of ever. <laughs> it's a bad running joke. It really is. Uh. Not that long ago, I listened to a podcast with Chris Hardwick and Bob Saget, mm-hmm. and both of them each had lost a parent recently, and it was just one after another jokes like that, and it really was comforting. Like, they were yeah. talking about, like, they were making jokes like they didn't have to have ice at the at the wake and stuff, because they just had Chris Hardwick's dad hold the shrimp, because so, his hands were cold, so it <laughs> kept the shrimp cold. Like, and they were just talking about how they make jokes like that, and yeah. it bothers other people. But to them, it's the way they deal with it. And like, yeah. it was a it was a good time for me to listen to it. A good, I mean, good timing. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. It was a good time. It was a good time. I got a repeat. Just keep <laughs> throwing those dead parent jokes. Uh, yeah. My uncle's funeral. My job was basically to make everyone laugh. So I was doing my uh, Matt Foley, Chris Farley impression. Oh, I thought you were saying Things you're doing like your weekend at Bernie's thing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is great. <laughs> That's happened before, who's right? Got, <laughs> who's got some blackface <laughs> that I can put on? And uh, I need some chicken bones. <laughs> All right, let's do this. A Hawaiian shirt. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Where? I don't remember. I don't know. I cut you off in a while ago. <laughs> I said warm milk. Oh, yeah. Warm milk's gross. That's all I thought about. I don't, warm- think I've, I don't think I've ever actually had it because the concept is disgusting to me. Yeah. I... I've never had straight warm milk, but I'm not a big fan of like cocoa mix. May like hot chocolate to me uses water and Swiss Miss, not milk and Swiss Miss. I don't really like Swiss Miss and milk cocoa. It's gross. You have a very nuanced palate. <laughs> you know exactly the kind that you like. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't like the one that is traditionally considered more good. Mm-hmm. I like the gross one that you, reminds me. You like of the my white childhood. trash version? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh. So the one cheesy thing, but I, that I actually, I appreciate, but 
but it is cheesy, mm-hmm. is from Tina's dream where she gets murdered. Okay. He's got the big stretchy arms. Yeah. So that never scared me, but I that's one of the points that people reference a lot about how much it terrified them. And I would agree. That one is a little a more dated than, than some of the other it's not nearly I, I guess it is iconic like people do mm-hmm. reference it a lot but it is a little corny the one that I really dislike from that dream is when he runs like the way it's shot he looks like he's four feet tall when he she's running he's got his one hand up and he's running super awkward and he looks like he's four feet tall just the way it's framed like he's mm. farther back than she is I don't know that I noticed that um, noticed also that. Throughout this movie, in this universe, no one knows how to run. Because, so he, Freddie doesn't know how to run. Tina doesn't know how to run at the opening in the boiler room. Because practically what it is, is she had to run 15 feet. But they had to make it last 10 seconds. Yeah. So she's running like a half a step. <laughs> yeah. And I remember Na- seeing that. Nancy has to do the but same thing later. it's like, no, later. it's a dream. Nancy That's... has to do the same thing later where she's running and it takes her a half hour to make it across the room. Yeah. Which can be true because that happened to me. And you in the turtle race. Yeah. <laughs> got to stop halfway because you get winded. Yeah. And to have a snack. Oh, yeah. You got to hide Cheetos everywhere. Um, yeah, people don't know how to run in this movie. Yeah. At all. Um, oh. Good. Also, some more of that Wes Craven writing. Uh, when Nancy is... They take her to the police office and he, she's there with her mom and then turns out the lieutenant is her dad and so he's just worried like why were you there and everything and she's like yelling at him and something and the mom says the stupidest line i've ever heard where uh well maybe or well maybe you don't think murder is serious like what Mm, that's a that's a you don't have a wife <laughs> they say things like that <laughs> especially i don't have an ex-wife but i hope too soon <laughs> and that's the kind of shit that they say <laughs> one day you get that ex-wife down yeah yeah um the so stupidest line what Oh, you're still hung up on that? Yeah, it was the, the stupidest line. The one that bothers me is at the very end when Nancy's like, I think I just slept heavy. That's not a phrase. <laughs> yeah, I've said that. Like, you sleep really heavy and it's like, oh, I got, like, too much sleep. Mm, I think you sleep heavy most nights, homeboy. Maybe. That was a weight joke. Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay, just checking. Um, okay, so, Freddie, in your mind, was he funny? Not in this movie, but going into this movie. Were you expecting... Yeah, he's quippy. You you were expecting that. Yes. Not in this movie, though. No. In this movie, he is legit a bad person. Most of the time, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you start to see that tiny flourish or whatever, but somebody that's enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. But he's not the comedian at all. No, not right? at all. Um, another Wes Craven trope shows up, and that is the booby traps are back. Yes. So Everybody loves... Booby traps. <laughs> in, I learned in, how to make West, a lamp bomb. In Wes Craven movies, everybody loves booby traps. Just empty shotgun shells into a light bulb and turn on the light. Uh, we skipped Johnny Depp's death. Yeah. I've seen that I've seen that clip over and over again. Yep. Did it live up to... But in the movie and seeing the full thing, that's real cool. Isn't it? 
That's and, really and it's cool. awesome that they, you know, from a practical perspective, I love the idea that he sold the producers on making this room because he's like, you're going to get two deaths out of this one room. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's uh, a good. Also, the the tub scene, which, you know, I've seen the fingers come yep. up through the water and mm-hmm. everything. But when she gets dragged under, mm-hmm. like the underworld below the tub, mm-hmm. I thought was real cool. And how it had like the little hole in the ice type yep. motif. Yep. I thought that was yep. that was super terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot in there. So so we've kind of brought Spectrum. What else was corny for you? Because that was the word that you said that I want to hone in on. I mean, I don't know. The whole che- Obviously, the ending is really cheesy. The turning the back or the or the getting pulled through the window? The the turning the back and him uh, like fading away like into like weird yeah. TV static. Yeah. Uh, that's a very that's a very dated thing. I think it's more it's more dated, I would say, than corny. The uh, Freddy is the convertible or whatever. Yeah. So and getting pulled through the, the pulled through the window. Yeah. So there's multiple endings that exist for this movie. The ending that's on here isn't the one that Craven wanted. Okay. But the way to interpret this ending that I found that's best is that is her mom's dream. Her mom is dreaming. Okay. I thought of that, but my my mind was mostly what the fuck just happened. Yeah. And that's what it is. I mean, I wrestled with that for years that like it it it, it goes from something that's so high. It's it's as high caliber of horror that you can ask for as far as thoughtfulness and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um to being something more stereotypical associated with horror with those random ass endings that have to continue something but when you put it into the context that that's her mom's dream it makes more sense yeah um, so what, what other what were the endings that he liked um there was one where the kids just drove i think he just wanted the kids just drive off into fog okay and then there was another one i think where the kids got on the bus and freddie was driving um so i think cool. i understand from the filmmaker's perspective why you would want they just drive away into the fog you don't know if it's really a dream or not the filmmaker that's makes sense that's what he'd want the producers you can understand why they would want to leave that door open to something else and they want some people leaving on a high note yeah to me it was and also her getting pulled through that window looked real bad it really did but that's I, that's I, like that's, the worst effect of the entire movie that's probably the most notorious horror effect ever really yeah it looked real bad because it's not even that it's the worst it's that it's the so bad in such a great movie yeah you know like that's the thing that's the reason why it's so notorious it really ruins the universe kind of like right there it's like that's that's not part of the rules you've established no to be be fair neither is the the convertible top but at least that was kind of cool well but also if it's a dream if it's her dream it can be yeah um i I'm, I may be wrong, but I think that motif comes up in other movies, correct? The whole, like, Freddy is this shape-shifting, like, he becomes objects? Yeah, Freddy becomes a wizard. <laughs> because I mean, in this movie, t- he they have the phone, like, lick yeah, so Nancy, he's starting, which is all weird. Yep, so he's starting to do really what he creepy. wants. Yeah, he's starting to do what he wants um, with that, but they expand on it as it goes further. Yeah. So now that we've seen this... You feel like you're ready to to really make this Mad Libs thing start to start to crack. 
What? What? Snap. Popple. What does that? Ha- what does this have to do with the Mad Libs thing? That was Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street meets Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I forgot that that was yeah, in that's the log line. I, yeah, that's why I bumped this up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, anything we missed on Nightmare on Elm Street? I think it's as classic as it gets. I think that if this movie didn't have sequels to kind of pull away from the the legacy that it has, it would be Harold is arguably one. It still is, but it would be even ranked higher as one of the best horror films. Yeah. The only other note I had is that the mom kind of looked like a like coked out version of Angela from Who's the Boss. I can see that. What's crazy, like Yardley Smith looked way more attractive 40 years later. The mom is the same story in this movie. Is she? She looks younger and way more attractive now than she does in this movie. Do you think that like they're like, okay, you're a pretty lady. We need to make you look like a drunk? Maybe. They pulled it off. If yeah. that's what they were going for, they nailed it. By the way, the hiding the booze and the towels, <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, alcoholism. Yeah, there were some convenient things like... Where's the hat? I threw it away. And then she pulls, opens the drawer that just happens to have the hat in it and shoves it in her face. Yeah. Yeah. That's nitpick. Yeah. That was nitpicking. Um, been doing some more reading. A lot Ooh. of reading. I don't have any recommendations. <laughs> I have the opposite. I just finished a book like right before you got here mm-hmm. that I just reviled. I did not enjoy. It was actually an audio book. Okay. Full disclosure, but I didn't. I didn't like it in the slightest, and the performances were even worse. But I had a moment where I'm like, oh, I might read another book by this guy, like which I would never have thought mm-hmm. from one thing, and that one thing was humility. And here's okay. what I'll tell you: he did to win me over. The author. I went to his website because I was like, I fucking hate this book. I got to put a face so I know whose face that I hate because I'd like. I dislike this book so much. And he has a whole section on his page where he posts his rejection letters. So he had like his most recent one was like rejection number 389. Mm -hmm. Literally. So I didn't go back that far, but he's 389 rejections from things that he submitted to or tried to get this published or whatever. And like that tiny dose of humility was like, that's pretty cool of you. I'm going to try to put up with another one of your terrible novels. <laughs> uh, Stephen King used to hang his rejection notes because uh, I think he started submitting when he was like 14 or something. Mm-hmm. He had like a big bulletin board and he would just put them all up on there as like motivation. Yeah. And he just totally fucking filled that thing. Uh, I just give up. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I just don't do it in the first place. <laughs> you know, it's my take on it. Uh, but I've th- never failed. The, the other book I wanted to talk about. Uh, can I give you a couple of quotes? From the back of the book? Sure. All right. So, um, uh, complex, terrifying look at how seemingly simple decisions can affect multiple lives. Exploration of the brutality of desire indulged in the fatality of desire ignored. Metamorphosis rage. And the very first one is this book is both terrifying and terrible. So I read The Vegetarian by Han Kang. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, uh, it's it got a pretty striking cover. I really like it. Yeah. Um, 
It's a, it's, it's a real good cover. So that was suggested uh, from Amazon saying, hey, you liked these horror books. You should try this. And then somebody mentioned it in like a horror book group. And then I read the back. And I'm like, let's do this. That is not a fucking horror book. <laughs> like I read the entire thing. <laughs> no, to be fair, nothing that you read said this is definitely horror. It was no. Like, that sounds like a temporary fiction. Uh, Especially t- mixed with like a lady on the cover. It's like that's that's going to be a lifetime original movie. Terrifying and terrific. Like it says the word terror or terrifying three times on the back of that thing. Yeah. I'm sure if you read the backs of a lot of contemporary fiction, it says that. I know. I'm not. I, I can't, yeah. It's not like they're trying to market it to me and they mm-hmm. tricked me. I'm just saying like I happened to accidentally walk in to try to get the exorcist and I left when Harry but with when Harry met Sally man like it's just this dude that wants to bang his in-law the whole time hmm. and it was really not enjoyable because I kept like when is she going to turn into a monster are they vampires <laughs> nope just, so like when Harry met Sally is it good uh no I really didn't enjoy it <laughs> like and I feel like I could like there was moments where like it's translated from from Korean as written in South Korea. Okay. So they're like the only part that I found interesting was like I was trying to figure out like, are these people douchebags or is this a culture thing? <laughs> like it's called the vegetarian. This woman decides she's gonna become a vegetarian and her family freaks the fuck out. Okay. So I'm like, is the are they supposed to be douchebags? Or is this a South Korean thing? Like I don't know what the what the the, the culture in South Korea is gonna be that if you're gonna be degraded and looked down upon. They play a lot of Starcraft. That's all I, I know. I don't get it. Like the U.S., we're fine with, with vegetarians. We can't yeah, it's hand- just like we shut can't up while I eat my steak and we're, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. But we can't handle Jews or black people or, <laughs> right? Calling it back. Is that- <laughs> Sorry. It's been a frustrating week. Yes, it very much has. <laughs> uh, so I don't recommend the vegetarian. <laughs> and I'm yeah. going to give the good, the other guy, another shot. Um yeah, I got to try to start because I don't want to like I feel like I read when I read. It's the same thing that you do with this podcast is I want to go in and not know anything. Mm-hmm. I need to know a little bit more than nothing, yeah. however, because otherwise I'm going to keep getting the vegetarian. That's why Kindle's great because so many times it's like, oh, here, get a free. We'll send a free sample chapter to your Kindle. I can't read on electronic devices like it's hard for me like I feel like I need to hold it in my hand I need to see like the progress like I feel like I accomplish something when I finish a physical book mm-hmm. like I can sit it down and I can look at that book I have on my Kindle app it's I mean it says uh, this is the percentage of you are yeah. of the way you are through this chapter I have the same and thing and this is the percentage of the way you are through the book yeah I have that same thing it's just hard I don't know It's it doesn't everybody has their own thing but I yeah. I prefer to have that it feels more real right like if i've if i have something and i've invested some something in it i think if i if i go back to doing more reading like i was a few years ago i I really want a paperwhite a kindle paperwhite they seem really nice i literally didn't know that that was a kindle product and i thought you just meant a paperweight and i was like how's that gonna paper white oh paper white i'm sorry yeah i thought you said paperweight and i was like how's that gonna help you read a book dude (laughs) Like that would be annoying. Like you lift it up every time you need to turn the page. I've since I've been reading. I, I read in really windy places. Since I've been reading, uh, I've been struggling with trying to figure out how to read in bed. Like if I go to bed after my wife. So it started by I turned the light on 
on my side of the bed mm-hmm. that was too bright for her so i was like all right fine so i was nervous that bookmarks were going to be too much of a hassle and not bright enough so i bought a headlamp <laughs> like a flashlight that mounts to your forehead did you pull the covers over your head too no like you're making no. a pillow fort no that might have worked but she i put it on and then i was like walking to bed so i was like a minor like looking around and she jumped up out of bed and was freaked the <laughs> fuck out she was just panic stricken like what's wrong what do you do russ what are you doing russ russ what's wrong and i'm just <laughs> It's fine. Is this too much? Wait, what's what are you- wrong? <laughs> Not like, who the fuck are you? What are you doing here? It might have been a little bit more along those lines. Uh, and then I bought these piddly ass book book lights that aren't bright enough. And Get a paper white and it solves all those problems. No, but then I don't have the book to hold. You have this lightweight device to hold. And hey, there's a word I don't understand. Let me just touch that word, and now here's the definition. I need to turn the page and like feel it. Mm. Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. That's a movie that exists. Synopsis. It's the first movie, but we get more backstory for the villain. <laughs> like I love in all these remakes. So the first thing is your predictions. How close were you on all your predictions? Uh. My predictions from last week? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I said, what are you going to see in the remake? And you said, we're going to get more backstory. Yeah. It's going to become a sympathetic character. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what they do. Yeah. Except they fainted at the end. Like yeah. They, they juke at the very last second. Yeah. Um, okay, so the very beginning, instead of the nightmare with tina and the sheep in the hallway you get a nightmare of a guy sitting in a restaurant Mm -hmm. and then there's intestines on a grill and a lot of pig heads everywhere okay so let's put those side by side which one is better definitely the the original of course the original is better it's a thousand times better and then he does the thing where he cuts his hand yeah and just slices the palm open again just slices his palm open. I mean, that was at least cool because he was like f- defending himself, put his hand up to defend the swipe. But that is a bad cut. Like, he just folds it up in a napkin and he's good. I mean, he wads a bunch of napkins. Like, yeah. Uh, but uh, that is a bad cut, is my it point. It hurts, I'm sure. Uh, I've not, gotten tiny little cuts on my hands and it hurts. Not. When have you ever done anything with your hands? Other than Paper? type or masturbate. Eat. I've been around cats. Eat. There's a cut on the back of my hand right now from a fucking cat. <laughs> yeah, but you were either eating or my- masturbating or typing when you were with that cat. That's true. <laughs> um, all right, so pretty early then we get the wall scene gets remade. Wall scene. Or well, as you, you, call, it, or as you call it a ceiling. <laughs> it was definitely a wall in this one. But... So the guy whose dream we have immediately dies. Dead. He cuts his he cuts his own throat with a steak knife. Yes. So then it's not as that's not as good of a faint as last time because you know Tina's in the first one and we think she's the main character. So mm-hmm. then we go to to Tina again, and now we think Tina's the main character. And so I was like, okay. They did this last time. Tina, which is a 40-year-old porn star. 
Yeah. Playing the high school student. Her, her name is Chris in this one because yes. it was Christina in the last one, so it's probably Christina in this one too. They just took the first part instead of the last part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, now Chris is going to be the main character. I'm like, okay, they're going to faint us again, and Chris is really going to be the main character, and Nancy's going to be like the first one to die. Not that clever. Nope. Not it's that the clever. Same, it's the same movie. Um, so I was I had forgotten for a while that sh- they were. Uh, supposed to be in high school until i saw her wearing a book bag because then i was like why is that middle-aged woman wearing a book bag <laughs> oh she's supposed to be in high school and then it was at that moment and i've complained about it before but i realized why they play high schoolers so much older in movies okay and there we the, go big revelation so and i'm serious i mean obviously there's there's laws around the having minors do it and things like that, right? And you want to be able to show nudity if necessary when they're in actually in high school. But here's the other thing. Here, here's the part of it. If they actually cast actual 18-year-olds in these movies, 18-year-olds look like children. Like they try to sexualize them in these movies. They want the high schoolers to be hot so the people mm-hmm. are watching them will want to be attracted to them, right? Yeah. If you put actual 16 to 18 year old girls on there, they look like children. Yeah. It is not what people, what you think of in your head. Like they are children. That's what Freddie thinks about in his head. <laughs> but I, I, I'm being serious though. Yeah. Like, like do you ever actually see a, a high school group of high school kids? They're, uh, they are kids, rarely, but, they, yeah. but they are kids. I like, have nieces and nephews and they're, it's crazy. I, I don't yeah. know. Like I think, that's definitely a real thing is people in their heads think something different yeah, and that they would be disturbed if they saw actual high school aged people in promiscuous situations like you see in all these movies. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Okay. Do you not, do you not get that reference? No. Have you not seen RoboCop? No. I think I saw RoboCop. Like years ago, like I was playing in front of the TV while my parents were watching RoboCop. Oh, it is. We'll watch that. We have to watch that for this thing. No, no, it's it's definitely one of them. But it's I feel like kind of a horror movie. I, but, but, <laughs> there's but there, definitely some horrific but, shit that happens in that. But movie. there's like I have the vaguest recollection of that. I do remember part of it. But there's movies like that that there's so few things that I have that I really are big like that that I want to see that I feel it's like Sideways. You ever see Sideways with Paul mm-hmm. G? Yeah. Like. I'm holding it up to make it this event when I see it. Like, like you know, you want candles and a hot tub. and I want something. You want it to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do that when I have an ex-wife. <laughs> okay. Does that sound good? Okay. All right, so the wall scene. The wall scene looks fucking terrible. It is the most CGI'd piece of shit yeah. ever. Yeah. Stranger Things is, does it way better. How, they would have to be... I would be embarrassed, like if I'm doing this and I'm looking at what they're doing did before, and this is what I'm shitting out. Did they think it was good? I mean, it's 2010. I doubt they have a huge budget. Granted, you know that's after Watchmen, and obviously because Jackie O'Haley, you know, got famous off of that, and that's why he's in this. But yeah, I mean, it didn't look good. But did they think it did? Like, I'm really trying to put my head around this sometimes. Well, Were they like, yes, things... this is improving this. This is taking it. 
I guess they're not trying to improve. Okay. They're just trying to make it for that generation. So have you seen the movie John Wick? No. Okay. So the point of that movie is in the beginning there's a puppy. Keanu Reeves' dog died. Revenge. <laughs> yes. So there's a puppy, right? Mm-hmm. There's a scene where there's a puppy playing in the grass, and then Keanu Reeves calls him, and then the puppy goes towards him, and then there's a turd on the grass. That shot cost five thousand dollars because they had a, they CGI'd poop. They didn't. They couldn't go buy a two dollar piece of prop poop and put it down. They CGI'd poop onto that. Why couldn't they do that? They couldn't, or they didn't. They they didn't. You know, it's like uh, I don't know how much you followed uh, movie shit now, other than horror movies. Hold but on. Do you actually reference like a specific genre dealing with shit? Because you're telling a shit story right now. I'm, so is there, are you? <laughs> this is a C, this is a CGI story. It just happened to involve shit. Okay, but you said movie shit, so I didn't know if it was like spanning all genres, just well, anywhere. Speaking that of movie shit, shit uh, the new Justice League movie's coming out. Uh, have you heard about this? No, the Justice League thing. So they uh, Henry Cavill. That's who like plays the Avengers Superman. for the other for for Batman, right? Yeah. Okay, but not as good. Uh, so Henry Cavill plays. Uh, he Superman. was Jesus. No, wasn't he Jesus? That was another guy who I can't remember his name. Okay, I thought he was Jesus. Sorry. Please look that up while I tell my story because I'm gonna die. I don't have a, fo- a phone, <sighs> and you masturbate with yours, so I'm not gonna <laughs> touch it. Anyway, uh, is Henry Cavill right? You're asking me something that I didn't know if it was Batman. Go ahead. So he's also in Mission Impossible. This has to relate to shit somehow. I want to point out, like, that's the whole No, it has segue. to do with CGI. No, this was a shit conversation. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was a CGI. It was the CGI walls conversation. Go ahead. The fact that it was CGI, it cost $5,000 for CGI poop. Okay. Yep. So they, they shot Justice League. They... Henry Cavill went on to do Mission Impossible. He is currently doing Mission Impossible, and they're doing reshoots for the Justice League. For some reason, it is very per- it is very pertinent to the plot of Mission Impossible that Henry Cavill have a beard, okay, or uh, a mustache. So they are going to have to go in and CGI remove his mustache as Superman because he has the mustache during the reshoots. So, a not insignificant portion of Justice League's budget will go towards digitally removing a mustache. Hollywood stupid. So, my point is, I think that there comes a point, I'm not saying this is what happened, where they got back, here's, here's, I did my job, I did my best, and it looks like garbage, and they just can't afford to, to redo it. Because CGI, especially yeah. in 2010, is very expensive, no, no, and it's still expensive. You're right. I'm just looking at what they were able to accomplish in 1984 with a $20 piece of spandex. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And some creativity. Like, yeah. That, that's the thing, is like at some point, it's it's a cliche, but you know, the, you don't have the stuff that makes you more creative, like when you have infinite amount of stuff. Yeah. Or closer to infinite, you know what I mean? It, like, it takes it away, mm-hmm. and you can do anything. It's like, like Sir Ian McKellen crying on the set of The Hobbit because he's just surrounded by green screen all day. 
and he has to play like he's surrounded by people and all these lands and everything and he's just defeated as to what movies have become there's a i think it's john landis has a really famous quote he said uh uh yeah you can have a thousand werewolves but do you need them like he, great. Made, he like, made American Werewolf in London, you know? Mm-hmm. And that. Like, I fucking love CGI. I love that we live in a time where Guardians of the Galaxy can happen, where Spider-Man can swing through New York, and it looks good, and all this stuff. I love that we live in that world, but sometimes just put a dog turd on on the set. That's all you need to do. You don't need to pay for CGI dog turds. You don't need to pay for CGI dog turds coming through a wall. I just watched uh, the new Planet of the Apes movie, and the whole time all I could think is like how impressed I was yeah. by them. They really look phenomenal. I haven't seen those, but I've seen Andy Circus. Like, oh, you haven't seen any of them? I have none of the any of the new you ones. You need to been all of them are worth it, man. But I want. I've heard they're real good. I need to watch them. Uh, but you know, I saw the two thousand one one. Hold on. Here's the thing, though. I really enjoy watching that movie, though, for the opposite reason, and that is is that it's the same reason I enjoy watching The Grinch, which is which is, they created, they physically created this world. So even though it might not be, not be a great movie, the fact that they're living in this world where all of this stuff actually is, is impressive, and it's super, super cool to me. It's the same reason that I would want to go on a haunted castle tour. Like, I know that that's a fake skeleton, but there is a fake skeleton, and it's cool. Uh, do you know that Jim Carrey had to have like a military psychologist yeah. on set? Yeah, because the, he was going the through the same thing that torture victims go through. Yeah, for the makeup for that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it was mostly the uh, contacts. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was making some point, but anyway, CGI. You, you were saying you like CGI. You like the wall from the 2010 better is what you were saying, I think. Yep, that's my point. Um, the classroom scene in both of these. Yeah. So in the original, uh, Nancy falls asleep. She looks out. She sees Tina getting pulled. She's standing for she's standing in a body bag. And then she uh, puts her hand up and then she ends up getting dragged away, right? In this one, actually, I'll give this movie credit. This was better than I remembered it. Like everybody disappears in, into a cloud of ash real quick. Yeah, this is the, and I that's remember, way that's way later actually though, isn't it? That's no, that's Tina's. That's the, that's at the beginning. Okay, um, uh, I actually thought it looked better than I remembered. I remember looking at that and thinking like, oh, that's that's cool. That's something that they couldn't have done. Nineteen eighty four. It was a cool effect, but I remember immediately after that thinking. This doesn't, but it didn't need to happen. You no, know, it was better in the other way. Yeah, but but I'll give them credit. That was at least a, a different way of doing something. Sure, and it didn't look terrible. However, then you get to meet Freddy in this movie. Can can we talk? Can we spend the next hour and a half talking about Freddy in this movie? I'd rather not. <laughs> Let's. Okay. What do you got? Uh, so I've watched. I've Play, watched... Played by Christian Bale, by the way. <laughs> I've watched a lot of, I've gotten super into video essays lately. You know, I watch like hours of YouTube every day. So I've gotten really into to video essays and things like that. Yeah. That reminds me, I have so much more free time than you. <laughs> I know. Right? While I'm. <laughs> uh, you made us CDs. Uh, You're welcome. That was a nice gesture, I is. thought. 
But it's, yeah. I would never, I could never do that. So there you go. Anyway. Give your friend a gift, I know. Uh, I've given my friends gifts. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I've seen a lot of things talking about like the psychology of character design. And I'm really into like comic books and, and superheroes, so a lot of it is like talking about that. And so like you look at Spider Man versus Green Goblin. Spider Man very he's got a big head, the the mask gives him real big eyes, and he's usually got a real slender body, so he looks more childlike, his features are very soft and round, and that makes him very sympathetic. Like a twink? <laughs> Sure. More like a cub. I don't uh, think I know what that is. I know a bear and a twink. I think that's all I know. Well, a cub And is... a power bottom. I know what a power bottom is from... It's always sunny on Philadelphia. A, a cub and a likes chub. a bear. It's chubby. Cub and a bear go together. So think like the opposite of a, like a, the opposite of a bear, and that's a cub. I thought they that would like be... I thought the opposite of a bear was a twink. I don't I don't know what they all are, but they're probably they're animals. They're like wolves Google and badgers. Google and shit. it. Google it. <laughs> I'm not gonna Google twink and bears. Google honey badger. There's a great bit. That's in, just uh, a buck tooth gay dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be beaver <laughs> or gopher? There were so many animals that were better than honey badger. Honey badgers have sharp teeth. They're and claws. mean. They're mean. It's it's. Bondism. Bondism? Bondism. <laughs> Daniel Craig. Go ahead. So heroes generally have very Weren't they going to make a black or a woman bond? Uh, There's a woman doctor. The next doctor is going to be a woman. Oh, yeah. It's the annoying woman from The Office that I didn't really like. Is she from The Office? I know she's from she's in Broadchurch. It's that red-haired woman that looks like too smooth. Like she looks extra clean. She's blonde. And it might not be who I'm thinking. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I wasn't familiar with her oeuvre. Okay, her go body ahead. of work. Go ahead. So, so Spider-Man has very soft features, mm-hmm. makes him a hero. Yep. Because the Green Goblin, on the other hand, very sharp features. Yep. Sharp cheekbones. Uh, his so costume it's a positive, is very sharp. Positive negative connotations, right? Yes. What you get that? Okay. And when you look at 1984, Freddy. First off, he's always wet, which is super gross, and that's awesome. Uh, but he has very sharp cheekbones, a very sharp chin. Mm-hmm. Everything about him is very sharp. The the knives, the hat is rigid. Yes. Okay. Then you look at Jack Earl Haley's, which he played it fine, but the makeup job, he just like looks like a smooth alien I baby. Don't, all right, so I'm going to disagree. I all right, go ahead. I'll let you finish, and then I'll disagree uh, about it, something. It's just again, you he didn't look imposing. He looked like a burn victim, and he looked like someone to to be. He looked sympathetic. He looked like he. You should be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry that all this happened to you. What can I do to help? Like your response is to empathize with him, not to be afraid of him. Okay, so I agree with everything you said regarding how he looks. I disagree when you said that he did it fine. Okay. Because what he did was he did a Robert England England impression. He took he he did the Christian Bale version of Batman, 
and then he threw on the rough gravelly voice and he did an impression of it, right? I would have much rather have seen this be a fat dude with a high-pitched squeaky voice. You know what I mean? And do something different. His own take. Look at the Michael Keaton Batman versus the Jack Nicholson Batman. It's two totally different things, right? Jack Nicholson was the Joker. That's what I said. <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you mean Michael Keaton versus Jack Nicholson, Batman versus Joker? Yeah. Or do you mean Both Batman of- versus Christian Bale, Batman? Um, I was mixing those two together. So you take what... Before it was Michael Keaton, right? Mm-hmm. It was Adam West and the cartoons. In live action. He was live action in the 60s. Yeah. Then there was another Batman from the 40s. Okay. And then also I'll say the Christian Bale. I'm sorry. I'll say the Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger thing, right? Okay. Different. Mm-hmm. You you can't say one's impersonating the other. Jackie O'Haley was just impersonating Robert Englund in this. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That That's my issue with it. Like, he did as fine of an impersonation as you could do. And I'm sure that's what he was told to do. That's I'm not putting that on him as much as I am where the whole thing went well it turns out in the comics uh so batman became a god at one point right he became one of the new gods and so he asked two questions first off who killed my parents and then who's the joker and he when he asked who killed his parents he was told joe chill and then we later find out that what he was told about the joker is that there are actually three different jokers so i don't i think your your argument doesn't hold up I don't. I didn't follow that at all. <laughs> there are three Jokers in the Batman comics. Okay. There are three separate Jokers. Okay. I was just fucking with you. Oh, yeah. I didn't get it. In I feel a like really in, nerdy way. And in, in order to be fucked with, I have to have some idea of what you're talking about. Like, yeah. had I gotten that, I would have been like, oh, you're got me. Uh, that's, my yeah, 19, that's my 1950s newsboy <laughs> comic book voice. Aya. You're Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> with Popeye in there? That was my... Popeye slash stroke slash curly from Three Stooges Love Child. <laughs> I'd watch that show. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, I mean, he, I, I did appreciate the uh, his little hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Race. He did the. He rapidly wrap the yeah. knives back and forth. That's something that I think they did to some degree. He throughout, tried, he tried their... to affect it a bit, but I think the problem is they probably asked him to be Freddy. No, you, and that's what I said. Yeah, that was the direction they said. Is they already have this icon? Why would we mess with this icon? Right. Whereas Jack, the Jack Nicholson Joker is a completely separate character from the Heath Ledger Joker. So explain. And that's why they can both be good, but totally different. Explain this to me. Why am I so? But I didn't have this critique about it. other characters when you took michael myers they kept him the same and they just did a different version when they did jason i said that the remake jason is my favorite jason why do i not have that complaint is because they don't have a personality per se yeah they're not actually they don't actually have a character they're a concept i think i've said it before i said it in the episode i'll say it again mike myers is is pure evil he's the embodiment of evil so he's not even a character right i'll buy that and jason is really just just a stand-in like he, he is just an unstoppable force. Yeah. Uh, he's chaotic neutral. So I, th- the Joker is definitely closer to Freddy than yeah. anything, right? Sure. But that's my point: is I feel like Heath Ledger didn't do an impression of Jack Nicholson. No, because he was a different. He was a different character. What do you mean he was a I different think- character? 
Uh, it's two separate universes, right? Yeah. I mean, so you it's a different universe. So this I, is a new yeah. Freddy. This is right. the John Wayne Gacy. Like, I want John Wayne Gacy with Mike Tyson's voice. Is who I want to be. Sure. You know what I mean? Just Anything. go something. Anything so it's else. D- exactly. Yeah. I. But I, but I guess I bet that, that that was not. He was not allowed. I bet you he was not allowed to do. Well, that. Well, they wouldn't have picked him anyway. Yeah, I mean, Jackie Earl Haley looks. It would have been Jonah like Hill. Would have been Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> he gets he's no. like skinny and then he's fat. It would have been Louis. Louis Anderson is my perfect mm. pick to play. Freddy Krueger. Louis Anderson. Don't fall asleep. (laughs) I'm Louis Anderson. Uh, uh. Smoking. I don't know. I don't know his catchphrases. Uh, You get where I'm going with that. Like, I feel like, yeah, that voice. Yeah. Did you know? uh, Or John Panette before he died. (laughs) Like, John Panette. Did you know that Louis Anderson hit on the brother of one of our uh, high school teachers? Louis Anderson hit on the brother of one of our high school teachers. Yeah. No. Yeah, he went to Hollywood to like try to break into the business, yeah. and he wound up being like a PA. Had to go pick up Louis Anderson. He got hit on, and like Louis Anderson started grabbing his <laughs> knee and working his way up and really grinding his leg. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. <laughs> uh. I feel like that takes an extra degree of confidence. Yeah. Like to spank. Like, fuck you, I'm Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which is not something you should be able to say, but he seems like a total person who would say that. <laughs> but you have to, like. I was on I hosted Family Feud. <laughs> I like Louis Anderson. I have no problem with Louis Anderson. <laughs> like the, the His cartoon was great. Oh. Uh, I was good as Bobby's World, but it was good. I like Louis Anderson. Um,. Anyway, so Freddie, <laughs> yeah. Do you choose Robert England or Jackie Earl Haley? Robert England, totally. Yeah, it's who would I choose if picking an actor for a new role? Jackie Earl Haley all day. Who was a better Freddie? Given these two, it was definitely Robert so, England. All right, so you're in charge of making the 2018 version. Do you do Jackie Earl Haley again? Do you do I don't know Justin Long? Do do you do do you do that Freddie? Jared Leto? Yeah, do you do that Freddie again or do you go with Louis Anderson? I I think you I think this tries to okay, so this is basically like uh this movie seems like okay, Freddie Freddie was a bad dude. Uh but what if we explicitly show he was like a really bad dude? Yeah, they they Like don't. it was only hinted at that like he was killing and possibly fucking kids. Yeah, it was definitely tinged, but they didn't lay it out. Yeah. This, they do one step away from showing you child pornography. Yeah. There's, like, blurry child pornography in frame yes. at a point. Yes. So, yeah. So it's basically the same character, but, like, taken up a level. Uh, you referenced it at one point, too. And they they flirted with the concept of, like, making him innocent. Yeah, And I feel like I would have enjoyed that more, not because it would have been a victim, but because it would have spun it on its head because you would have been, his motivation would have been totally different, right? Yeah. And at least it would have been different. You wouldn't have been expecting it. Yeah, I thought but he they was. they didn't have the balls to do that. I thought he was going to be innocent because I'm like, that makes for a better story. And then <laughs> he starts yelling, you killed an innocent man. I was like, 
oh, you don't have to beat us over the fucking head with it. No, even if they would have just left it ambiguous, that would have been better. Because then we could have yeah. been debating that fact. That would have yeah. been perfect. Don't even tell us they didn't. Just leave it right. ambiguous. Definitely. Uh, there was a moment when they, I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, somebody's making popcorn or something. They're microwaving something. Wait, what are they microwaving? How long are they putting this on for? And they were setting a security alarm. So it was like five <laughs> or six digits. And I don't know if it was just the fat guy in me, but it was actually like a really close up of like a side view of the security it's alarm. It's a number panel. pad. That's definitely a microwave. <laughs> it's nothing but a microwave. That's all I could think is for the longest time I was confused about, wait, what are they making? Can I have some? Because <laughs> they were putting in four or five digits into the microwave. Uh, so that- this movie... These these kids fell like everybody fell asleep in public like all the time. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No, like in the other one, it was like they're fighting from their bedrooms, and then in the dreams they walk around or they open a door and they just happen to be somewhere else. Like I really liked when she like found the the shed, opened the door, and all of a sudden she was at the police precinct. You know, like that was cool. Uh, because that's how dreams work. You're in your house, and then you open it up, and you're in a boiler room, which they straight up do. Right. Uh, or maybe it's the other way around. But, yeah, this one, it's just like, uh, I'm in a bookstore, and I'm walking around, and all of a sudden, this bookstore's getting a little freaky, and it turns out he just fell asleep in a bookstore. I thought that they leaned on that way too much. Um. They tried they they to hang a lamp post on it. <laughs> <laughs> by talking about like micro sleeps and and shit like that but i thought it was still pretty dumb i uh there's a moment where freddie licks one of the r he licks nancy and all i could think is how much better the lick from terminator 2 was i don't remember a lick and what's the lick in terminator 2 so at the beginning of terminator 2 linda hamilton's like pretending like she's uh, lethargic or like a vegetable in the bed mm-hmm. and like the orderly just comes oh, and straight yeah. licks the entire side of her face yeah. all the way up and just walks away like they can't even get a fucking lick right <laughs> like everything that you're doing exists in a better version out there already <laughs> yeah isn't that all remakes though i feel like it's all the ones we've watched at least all the the friday the halloween the texas chainsaw massacre i feel like all of those are just like Look, all of the shit you're doing has been done better. You're just you're making a modern horror movie out of this thing that was didn't exist in modern horror, so But but all right, you so have it, to make it different. Here's and, the thing, but they but at least Halloween, which I know how you feel about Halloween, at least Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they at least did it different. This doesn't change a thing. This is like exactly the same almost. Except shittier. Yeah, except the things that they do make it worse. Look at the scene. So in 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 uh, in the original, we have Rod uh, Rod getting hung, hang hung mm-hmm. right hangs hang hung hanged hanged hanged. hanged. Uh, so he it looks like he killed himself, right? Mm-hmm. In this, like the guy's chest explodes in the middle of the cell, and you've got somebody there yelling, "I didn't do it! I didn't do it!" Yeah. That concept could have been cool if they would have killed him in a less obvious way. Because unless he smuggled in a chest burster from Alien, <laughs> he's not going to be able to kill that guy like that, right? Yeah. He so knows like, that like heart rip out kung fu shit. So like if they had these tiny, yeah, like Dumb and Dumber, 
Yeah. So if they had yeah. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you hear about Dumb and Dumber 2? No. Uh, so that movie may have been made with some money, like ill-begotten money. So the government might own that soon. Okay. Like, like they might, the, like. What do you mean like ill-begotten money? It was some grant money that was misappropriated. And so the government, as part of the settlement, is asking for the rights to all these movies, hmm. like as co- as recompense. Really? Yeah. Did you ever watch Michael Moore's TV show, The Awful Truth? I did. Remember, he the- ran a ficus tree for mayor or for city council. Remember the one where they went to like these banks that uh, like accepted Nazi money, and he like tried to make withdrawals for like gold teeth and stuff from Holocaust victims. I don't specifically remember that, but that definitely sounds like something Michael Moore would do. Yeah. Sorry, it's on my mind. <laughs> that was your story? Well, there's a lot of Nazis. We talk about live- Nazis a lot on this episode. I, well, it's in the, like... It's in why, the zeitgeist. Is, is, why is this a thing right now? Like, why do we need to identify this right now? Like, Because they're trying to take down the statues. I don't get it. Baltimore took theirs down in the middle of the night. They had four statues of uh, different Confederate things. Yeah. They took them all down in the middle of the night, specifically because they said... We don't need them up there, and we don't want violence in our city, so we're taking them down for public safety. Yeah. It's exactly what that... It's. I love that it's exactly what the protest was against, is what is happening all over America, all over the South. Change, the winds of change, they are blowing. Remember when Barack Obama got elected, and since he was a Muslim, like, everybody... Yeah, marched and then we had. And he took all, all of our those, guns away, and then we had all of those terrorist attacks mm-hmm. from inside the city. Yep, and and we was, didn't have any guns to defend. And ourselves. we had to have people identifying whether or not they were or were not, and then he wouldn't say that he wasn't a terrorist, right? And he wasn't even born in this country. <laughs> are we are we getting too political now? I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I don't even think it's political to say you don't want people to die. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's not it's not political to say fuck Nazis. <laughs> There's nothing political about that. <laughs> Fuck Nazis. What if we turned out we had like this huge Nazi listener base and we just like all of our subscriptions just died right now? Like, like after this came out, everybody's all these Nazi groups just stopped listening We're to down us. To four downloads a week and three of those are me. So <laughs> we got to go back to this white power. That's our niche. Uh, Hitler wasn't so bad, right? <laughs> I mean, he was kind of shit artist, but <laughs> uh, mm. no, uh, fuck Nazis. <laughs> I don't want your downloads. <laughs> if you're a Nazi and you're listening to this, fuck you. Don't download this. Uh, but fun, you know, <laughs> horror movies, <laughs> frivolity. It's uh, like I've tried to bury myself f- for a long time. You know that from like. Yeah. Actually getting into things, and I can't avoid it now. Like, no. Nor do I think I really should. Uh, speaking of fun, this has maybe my favorite search engine in every in any movie ever. Gigablast. <laughs> Gigablast Giga is the name of their search engine. I know you love fake search engines. I do. I'm a big fan, actually. Gigablast was, was real good. It, it was a good one. Um there's a scene that again like i feel like there's these tiny little nuggets of good ideas like there's a scene where snow's falling in the room Mm -hmm. and i felt like that was a good idea completely wasted yeah just completely wasted my favorite idea in this entire thing and it's like this is so cool 
but it's a th- it seems like a throwaway line. It's never brought up again, and pay- there's no payoff. Okay, I'm excited about this. When they kill Quinn, okay. Nancy, Chris, and Jesse. When they kill Jesse, the guy who goes to jail. Uh, he's in the cell, and the guy's like, no, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And then they cut back, and he's there hanging upside down, like, ah, ah. And he says, you know the brain lives for seven minutes after death, so I've got six more minutes with you. Oh, yeah. I thought, oh, that's super cool. Like, that is totally a thing. Like, he kills you, but then he gets to, like, torture you more because your brain's still alive. Yeah, so there's no... That would have been great because they could have had somebody that kills themselves or something, right? So they kill themselves yeah. to to avoid it, but they've he still gets to fuck with them for not that even that. Of time. Just show like a couple more times that happening. Yeah, no. I mean, my point is, is it brings up a whole right. world of options. Yeah, but even just touch on it a little more than yeah. that throwaway line because that's such a cool idea. Yeah, no, you're absolutely that right. I totally wish they would have played with more. Yeah, well, they were setting up for the sequels, which obviously <laughs> didn't yeah. work out well. Um. So they kill Freddy in this movie. Yeah. How do the, how how does that stack up? Uh, let's see. They just they slit his throat with a paper cutter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the king of dreams. Yeah. It's probably better than disappearing into Stardust no. TV style. No, no. Forget about the disp- forget about the f- the act of what you're seeing. It's the concept behind it, right? Which is, if you're not scared of your dreams, nothing can hurt you. Yeah. So forget about the disappearing into Stardust. The concept is definitely better on the other. But he's but he doesn't die. He it, comes back at the end. Well, and he the end of di- this movie is probably better than the end in that one. No way. Where he jumps out of the mirror? I'd rather him jump out of the mirror and stab Connie Britton in the face than suck cracked out Angela through a window. Oh, 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 hold on. He sucked a blow-up doll through the window. (laughs) It seemed like a cardboard cutout to me. (laughs) I think it's a blow-up doll, like literally, I think. Um, What what am I missing from, from this version, Justin? You got anything else for us? Uh, Giga Blast. He fell asleep while swimming. That's dumb. <laughs> and that was just an excuse to be able to do the bathtub thing. Yeah. Like. But then they use it, the bathtub, and I'm like, oh, great. Here's the bathtub scene. And then he's just like in a pool. But that happens. He happens to time travel to when Freddy becomes Freddy. Yes. Yeah. So he's standing there like naked in the pool in what looks like Detroit. <laughs> you just say that because a, there's a burned out building. Yeah. It's what, yep, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> you're not being clever. That's exactly what I meant. Uh, this movie's a mess, man. There's a reason why there hasn't been a sequel since. It's just not good. April O'Neil makes a small appearance. When? when? She's the like doctor that's... Which April O'Neil? There's two April... Or April O'Neil from the first Turtles movie. The first one? Yeah. Because the first and the second one are two different people. Yeah. The first April O'Neil. Those and movies were so good. The yeah, first two. 
They, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. I think I went through three or four different VHS copies. Oh, I, be- of. I buy that. I believe that. That's still that's another example of how great they look for physical. Oh yeah. Like yeah, they they still totally hold up. Like yeah, their mouths look kind of fucked up, but those suits totally still still hold up. We won't talk about three. No, that <laughs> Teenage Mutant Turtles three. It has it's two firsts for me. Right, first time I ever saw a movie on opening day. Mm-hmm. First time in my short life that I ever saw a movie and was like. Maybe not all movies are good. <laughs> I definitely had that feeling for the longest time when I didn't like something that I didn't understand it, that I yeah. thought that I didn't. I remember it's like, oh, that's adult stuff, that's mom stuff. But this was made for me, and it wasn't good. Yeah. So this is the, that was definitely the first time. I remember having that feeling uh, when I, I I liked wrestling for the long time, and the Ultimate Warrior like wrote a comic book, and like I got it. What? They oh, it's got to be like three or four dollars. I'm I'm not even going to talk about it. It's got to be like three or four dollars on eBay. I'm going to find the image and send you a picture of it, and you got to read it. All right. It, holy shit! <laughs> holy shit! Um. So the Ultimate Warrior made a com a comic book and it was shit. Yeah, that's where it's going. Uh, he delivered <laughs> such great promos. <laughs> <sighs> Suggested, 2010 or 84. Uh, I just want to—I want to point out the I'm worst sorry. line of this entire movie. Okay. That is the one thing we missed. Your memories are what feed me. <laughs> In that Christian Bale voice, uh, imagine Louis Anderson doing that. <laughs> Your memories are what feed me. Your memories are what feed me. <laughs> that was more Carol Channing. I'm Carol Channing. That was more Ryan Stiles doing Carol Channing. Uh, I don't know who Carol Channing is. She was an actress from like the 40s, 50s, I don't know. Mm. And uh, she had a real weird voice. And I don't think I'm doing it right at all. No, there's a little bit of this in there. This has been your voice episode. I'm Carol Channing. All right, next week. All right, so next week. By the way, original, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So next week, I usually don't really tell you what the theme is or you figure it out in your own. I don't think you will be able to with this one. This one is more Russell-centric is the theme. Um, So I really dug hard in my brain hole to try to really think about things that I haven't heard championed by anybody else. So I dug around and I have two films... um, Neither of which I've seen within the last decade, one of which I only saw once and I bought explicitly for this episode. It's kind of expensive, actually. Okay. Um, that I haven't heard anyone within the horror community champion. I might be wrong, so I'm really excited to revisit these. Okay. I might be wrong. So these are movies that you think are good, but you don't hear other people I've say never heard these are great movies. Neither one of these films I've never heard anybody say. The only time I heard anybody pipe up about the one is when I said, does anybody have a copy of this to buy? Because I can't find one. And then people piped up and said, oh, that's really good. But I've never once have heard people say, what about this movie? What about this movie? So I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Okay. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Have you ever said- I feel like your... I'm getting ready to be insulted. Have you ever said in your life, my way or the highway? No. Or something like that? No. When you... Why? Because I was thinking it would be the hallway or the highway. The hallway? Because your name's Hall. 
I might have to start. I'm going to steal that. I got to make a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hallway or the highway, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, first film. Okay. Speaking of Dumber Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> the nightmare begins when you open your eyes. Jeff Daniels in Chasing Sleep. I want to say that I looked at this image, which is obviously a hand coming out of a clawfoot tub. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a a weird bra with a boob with a really decorative nipple. Okay. That probably says more about me (laughs) than anything else. I just want to say that that's what I saw. That's what women's breasts look like, right? It's kind of like a nipply hand. It's like a it's like a fried egg that you hammer to a board. Uh, so this is the cover of this is just Jeff Daniels creepily behind a wall, and there is uh, someone's been murdered in a boob tub. <laughs> boob tub. <laughs> I do uh, love somehow this this image looks all right so in the in the video stores back in the day like there would be all the vhs's that would sit in the front of the store and they would be all sun faded somehow the the cover of this looks sun faded like when you buy it like brand pre- new it was like uh like acid wash jeans yes like it looks sun faded like and i the first time i ever rented this was from our local grocery store like grocery stores used to have vhs's you can rent kids yeah totally and that's where i read it it was 49 cents for five nights so i would get like five or six movies like my parents would go grocery shopping i would spend the entire time in the tiny little video section grocery shopping super value scott's uh yeah scott's had a big one though it's relative to that's where i got the free uh here's how you put a condom on a banana video <laughs> um but yeah you'd rent them for 49 cents for like five days yeah so i'd get five horror movies right uh-huh. and that's where i found this one i remember my friend and i going walking down to the super value in our small town growing up and they had like family movies and like a couple action movies or whatever and then they had a couple movies that are like these are definitely movies that came out, like could have come out in the theater, but they're mostly softcore, softcore porn. <laughs> and being like twelve-year-old kids, and like they totally let us rent this movie that just boobs the movie, basically. When I was like ten or twelve, I discovered Adam Sandler CDs. Yeah, because so for again, I think we've got a lot of younger listeners. They don't know. Yeah, because so he Adam Sandler used to be a comedian. Yes, uh, and now he used he's to tell jokes, dad. and he was funny. And dirty. Yeah. Dirty, 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 Really dirty. dirty. Okay. Um, Not just fart jokes. And CDs are called compact discs. So they were like music on a physical media. Like yeah. a tiny record. Like uh, like uh, Blu-rays? Do you get, uh, do people, I don't think people, do people no. sell Blu-rays. No. Hmm. So it's like, like your iPod? You had to buy an iPod that iPod, only no, held... Fun. Oh, phones. You had to buy a phone that only held one album. It had 60 minutes worth of music for each phone. But so, like modern phones, it didn't make phone calls. So so I had to go buy the phones. I wanted to go to something called Blockbuster <laughs> Music, right? So we had Blockbuster Music. Wait, there was a Blockbuster Music in town? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
So I went to Blockbuster Music, and my parent, I was like, I got to get a CD, Mom, Dad, give me a CD. Okay, here's $30. Go in and pick out a couple CDs, whatever you can get with these $30 or whatever. Yeah. Just go into the store. So I go in. I pick out my, I think it was two Adam Sandler CDs that I was able to get with whatever cash they gave me. And I went, and I'm like, I shouldn't be buying this. I shouldn't be buying this. They're going to yell at me. They're going to yell at me. And I didn't know it, but they had this thing set up where you could listen to the CDs in like this little middle part. Oh, yeah. So you, you I could forgot about that. It. You scan the UPC. You scan it, and then you could listen to it. I didn't know that. I thought it was a register. So I went, and I gave it to the person. And she looked at me. She's like, I can't let you listen to this. And then I just shamefully walked away and didn't even try to go to the register to buy it. So I had to go to the car and tell my parents, like, they didn't have it instead of admitting the fact that I was trying to buy something dirty. Years, years. Those first three, maybe four albums are real great. I just bought them for my 17 year old brother for his birthday. Nice. Uh, What's your name? uh, The one that I, I, the joke that I always steal is uh, like he's referencing, it's like doing some comedian or some, some comedic voice. And he's talking about like these high school kids got into uh, like drugs to give them erections. And he was saying like, they're all just standing there. They just kept slamming their penises in the car door. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's I like s- a, it's like a youth basketball team. Right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So kids, if you haven't heard them, it, when you think Adam Sandler, you're thinking these Netflix movies, that's not 20 year old Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. So he had this, this skit called the goat. And then in a later album, he had the goat song. Mm-hmm. I remember being in high school, my friend wrote down, for some reason, all the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody, and then he was so bored, he wrote them all backwards, because he's weird. But I was like, oh, I bet you I know a song from memory. What song do I know? I know the goat song. <laughs> so I wrote down all the lyrics to the goat song, but I was so such a fucking little goody two-shoe that song is filled with curse words Mm -hmm. i would put in words that rhymed with the curse word (laughs) but like for fuck i would just put truck but there's there's a key part the key part of the goat character is that he lives on the back of a pickup truck (laughs) so it was kind of confusing (laughs) so it's funny my parents so i ended up getting those cds somehow like through columbia house or something i think Mm -hmm. um and at one point, a year later, probably, like my aunt was over. So I had to show her how many CDs I had. Like, look at all my CDs. I'm so cool. And she saw my uncle, or my uncle, my Adam Sandler CDs. And she told my mom, like, do you know what's on these? These are bad. So, like, my she aunt knew. Shampoo bottle so up she, ass. So she took them. And, like, my mom was like, I saw her listening to these Adam Sandler <laughs> CDs. Just horrified the fact that I had these. Uh, she never really acknowledged it. She just let me have them back. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, my mom, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, my mom has also often said that like, uh, cause she was on episode 15, uh, if we weren't on the podcast, she would have said so much more stuff. And I was like, oh, that's, that's the, the perfect point. point. Yeah. That's the whole point. Uh, but she's always awesome. And... When, when I was younger, she would sing a song, uh, here comes Johnny with a pecker in his hand, he's a one ball man, and we're off to the rodeo. So she never had a problem with me listening to Adam Sandler's yeah. CDs. Yeah. I don't think my parents would have, it was just, it was like, I was uncomfortable with it. Yeah. You know the best part about I your- don't think I would have liked to know that my mom was, my mom knew I was listening to a song about putting a shampoo yeah. bottle in your ass. 
There's probably something weird about that. Yeah. You know the best part about your mom? What? She's alive. Anyway, yeah. next, the other one for next week. Movie number two. <laughs> I got you on that one. Uh, so this movie is hard to find. This one cost me 30 or 40 bucks to actually get the physical copy. Uh, it's going to be rough for you guys to track down. And this is the one I've only seen once. So uh, we'll let you know next week if I'm completely wrong or if it's worth worth the investment and in tracking it down. So the tagline of this is love is hell. And it's called low. L-O. L-O, low. And the cover is straight up weird. So there's... I. This is usually your bit. I think the cover is pretty fantastic. It's and fucking awesome. Uh, there's like this weird skeleton alien thing conjuring up uh, like a weird smoky, like, I don't know, like the heart with the arrow through it, but like way fucking cooler. I don't know. It looks really cool. On the back, you have some guy that looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt sitting in a some sort of Satan circle. Uh, love is hell and hell is funny. So is it, I'm assuming it's a comedy. Okay. You didn't tell us what we're seeing on either movie. So start with Chasing Sleep. What are we going to see in Chasing Sleep? Uh, I'm assuming Jeff Janel's uh, on the back here looks pretty rough. He's probably some sort of insomniac. Who murders people? Which, by the way, I just want to say I love old DVDs that they would just list the chapters. Yeah, like it was a, like it was like twenty five percent of the back of this cover is listing the chapters. <laughs> Chapter one, searching. Chapter two, nine one one. Chapter twenty four, credits. <laughs> Chapter nineteen, bad news. I always used to get mad like when i'd open up the disc and then inside there i don't know what's in this one but it would be an, instead of having an insert where it would like have chapters or something or like a letter from the director mm-hmm. it would just be advertising other movies from that company i yeah. always felt so pissed off uh <laughs> i recently found out like what's in the uh the ghostbusters the new ghostbusters blu-ray it's just like a bunch of fucking ads for like their video game and it's like coupons for like some weird fast food chain like a dollar off a burger mm-hmm. that shit's gotten real weird we got to do th- all right so we're, we're for the cohen over cohen cd by the way the people in the home are just fucking screaming into this podcast already but what do you mean they're screaming into it like end it this sucks <laughs> like, what happened i thought we were at the end <laughs> i was so excited we got it we got to come up with a coupon or something for the inside of the cohen over cohen album like oh that like oh fuck yeah yeah all right we'll throw, throw that out there i look yeah. forward to never hearing that from you uh low what are we gonna see in low uh it looks like it might be a tiny movie of a teenager talking to a demon and if it's that that sounds super fucking awesome but that is me entirely interpreting from the front and back which I guess is what I'm supposed to do on this little bit. <laughs> yes, so that's the whole idea. <laughs> there we go. All right, Justin, what else you got for us? I'm Bluey Anderson. Fuck Nazis. Mm-hmm.